watching the One Piece. We are! Welcome to We Are Watching One Piece, an anime, well, usually an anime rewatch podcast for the Rubber Boy anime One Piece, but this is a special episode with a first time watch all around for the new movie, Stampede. If you remember, if you've been listening to the show long enough, I covered Film Gold when it came out. But that time, I was all alone, and this time I brought in some some Nakama. Hi, I'm Jory. <laughs> hey, Jory's Jory. Jory won't listen to this because it's spoilers. <laughs> but if they were, they would be very angry and say, "No, I'm Jory." Well, <laughs> honestly, though, if Jory watched this, would he know a single character? Luffy. Yeah, that's he about might, it. He, like he wouldn't recognize Frankie. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it'd be the crew. And that's it. That's it. Oh, he'd be like, why is Lucci there? Which, frankly, yes. was my response to. My re- I, I don't think he was in any of the... Tra- I watched one of the trailers. I don't remember seeing him. But that was also strange. He was in some key art, and he walked by the camera really early in the movie. Very early. I recognize um, that which hat I liked that a lot, because it mm-hmm. was right as someone was saying, like, the government doesn't have any idea this is happening. Yeah. And then you just see <laughs> Rob Lucci walk by I'm like, the I know that motherfucker. Anyways... I was, we should probably start from the start. <laughs> we should. Well, that is, you did mention something that happened at the start. Uh, anyways, this is Andrew. Hi. From from the Argonauts and, event, and from, soon from Wikipedia. It might be out by the time this episode it, comes it out. It might be out. It comes out on Halloween if it's not out yet. Yeah. I don't know if this is going to be a, a squeaker for October or uh, a Nove- <laughs> an early November episode. We'll see. But but welcome, Andrew. It's good to be here. It, it's, it's, it's nice to have more friends who like one piece and are deep in it yeah long time listener first time caller uh fuck spandam yes yes he wasn't in this movie he wasn't thank god so i guess i won't count luchi being there as a spoiler since you said he was in some key art but uh if we want to do like some initial thoughts before we get deep in it sure are we doing like a recap style thing or are we just talking about it um i guess we can like kind of bounce around we can do like a like a sort of recap and just kind of react to it <laughs> like be like okay. then this happens and it's weird <laughs> which is kind yeah. of i guess what i would say of everything that happens in this movie so that's my initial thought is that a lot of things just keep happening a lot keeps a lot happens all the time i really enjoyed a lot about this movie until i didn't and mm-hmm. then i i, it was I went back and ultimately forth. fine it is ultimately fine, I think, is where I would stand. There was... You, you texted me, uh, like, a little bit ago about calling it One Piece Endgame, which is kind yeah. of how it feels. It does feel like... Oda has credit for the screenplay and story of this. Okay. Or at least I think screenplay. I saw original story and supervisor. Okay. He might not have pinned it into a screenplay. And I didn't recognize the director's name. I do want to see what else he's done. But there, it, it feels like he saw... He, he saw smash brothers say everyone is here and thought i could do that because this really is like how many one piece characters can we fit in a movie and it's not great yeah like it like like the the side effect just makes it feel bloated and it's my my issue with it going into it which i knew was going to happen because i knew that all these characters were in it was i feel like there is they are going to lose a lot of emotional weight of why those characters are important and that's exactly what happened uh, and I thought it was very strange because 
Wano is bringing characters back in and it knows that emotional weight. Like it's a big deal when you see like Eustace and and Hawkins again. Yeah, it's really surprising. I couldn't pin down when exactly this movie takes place and it does. It's a, it's a movie. It's out of <laughs> it's out of canon. But I was like, oh, so this must like knowing the current situation in Wano, this must have taken place like before the Wano arc. So like probably before they took out Big Mom. But then they were like, well, no, because Luffy's, Luffy's bounty is already one point five. Exactly. Yeah, I, I then, didn't and, realize that until they called him the Fifth, fifth Emperor. Emperor, and I was like, yeah. okay, so it's after Mom, but before that all goes down yeah. with those characters law is apparent. referred to as a warlord so that also yeah, places law, it in time that's yeah laws a warlord warlords exist if you've been keeping up with the manga <laughs> yeah they sure do um but yeah i i agree with you about not having any real weight behind characters i knew that there were going to be a lot of weird characters in the movie because i think the key art showed i want to say hancock uh luchi like we said i think smoker I think- Smoker, I knew Smoker and Law were in it. Yeah, Law, Law's in everything lately. I, I mean, I love him. And I, I feel like I knew Crocodile was in this. So I knew that there was a weird collection of people, which those five characters is just like, here's the yeah. five key players with two new villains was a wild concept to start with. And, and then I, I feel like I, I knew like most of the worst generation was going to be in it, too. See. I didn't know they were going to be in it. I haven't followed this very closely. I honestly didn't have a huge interest in seeing this until you texted me and said, hey, are you planning on seeing this? And I was like, you know what? I'll see it. I, some, some One Piece movies are really good, so I'm always interested. I did mm-hmm. really enjoy Gold. I don't know if I would. I mean, that was two years ago now. But uh, I, I felt like Gold was good. My least favorite part of Gold was when they did the, hey, Luchi's here. Never mind, Sabo will take care of him. This affects nothing in the movie. I thought that was bullshit. And this movie, this movie is all that. Okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting the full generation to show up. I wasn't expecting Wapple to make an entrance. Why I wasn't expecting, does he? I, I'm happy with bringing back East Blue people. Um, Was that East Blue or was that like their first stop in the Grand Line? That was uh the Grand Line. Drum Island is okay. very early on. It's before Alabasta, but it's, I, but Vivi okay. is there. Right. Okay. I will say my biggest gripe with this movie and with all One Piece stuff now is that they completely forget that anyone from the East Blue existed. Um, Bring back my boy Don Krieg. I don't like Don Krieg very much. I love Don Krieg. I I thought he was the least interesting of the East Blue villains, but that's might be because he shows up at the same time as Mihawk. (laughs) So it's just impossible to give a shit. I just I love a guy who's armed to the teeth and wearing like wearing gold armor while sailing around on a ship. So you'd love gold. It's a good movie. <laughs> I will give it a shot. It's um, I, I, ha- I think I, my reading of it was this movie is secretly about ca- how bad capitalism is, but it doesn't engage with it in any way because it's a one piece movie. It's one piece. Yeah. Which, to be fair, a lot of one piece does that. Like. I'm excited to to get to Sabody again on the podcast and talk about Luffy punching a celestial dragon. <laughs> yeah, I really can't wait for you guys to get there. Are we ever, is, is One Piece ever going to grapple with the weight of that action? <sighs> ever? I, I feel like they're like... Isn't some somebody important is like a guardian of a celestial dragon now? Is it Luchi? Um, so, Cypher I don't Cole, remember. He's in CP0. Or yeah. he, was, he was doing that at the... Uh, uh, the big, the reverie, but that's I don't it. know. That's what I remember. I was reading about reverie. Yeah, Kuma is like a, well, he's a 
pet to one of them now. Kumas. Uh, let... Kuma, are you okay? Yeah, 8,000 Kumas showed up in this movie. That was yeah, cool. Yeah, the pacifistas. I forgot that they existed outside. I, I remember Kuma, and I forgot that they were other pacifista. Because I don't remember them showing up since the return to Sabodi after the time skip. Because Luffy punches one, and that's a big deal. Yeah, I don't think that they do. I'm trying to rack my brain now. I um, So my history with One Piece, I was um, very into it in high school. Um, up until I read it up until a little bit after the time skip. Um, when they got to Fishman Island, I kind of dropped off because I went to college and had other stuff going on. But I was very into it. I ran a One Piece fan forum back then. Um, I did a lot. And then I kind of dropped the series for years. And then I came back because I joined the network and started listening <laughs> to We Are. And I reread the entirety of the series over a weekend Jesus. when my fiance was out of town. And so my memory is just like a long fever dream of the whole series. But I, I, I keep things pretty tight. So so that's it. So that's good then that you've recently refreshed on it because this movie kind of feels like y'all remember the hits. Y'all remember remember the past 10 years, right? Yeah, this very much was like a a one piece graded hits. One, because of all the people who fucking show up from East Blue and from like all the warlords, not all the warlords, but a lot of the warlords are there. Yeah. All the worst generation. They reference the knock upstream and the bubbles Mm -hmm. and I think some other shit I remembered. there's There's a segment early on where like, Everyone gets to do their big move, which pretty much we haven't seen since Fishman Island. Like y'all remember, yeah. fr- like fucking General Frankie. Yeah, I I love General Frankie. He's good. He shows up for thirty seconds in this movie, <sighs> man. So I I I have not been a fan of Frankie's uh, post time skip redesign. It's grown on me, but I mostly agree with you. It is at its best when he's wearing like centurion shit and has the big like. Mm-hmm sparta mohawk helmet thing in this movie and they do nothing with him no he's just just drives a boat like 10 minutes in they split the party and i'm like god damn it have you learned nothing (laughs) see i'm i'm fine when they split the party because it usually means that instead of like instead of putting 10 people at every place you go you get like there's three people here three people here and four people here Mm -hmm. usually that means that everyone in those places gets a chance to shine in this movie, it was a lot of no. like Sanji and Smoker are going to start fighting. We'll show like two seconds of that and then we'll cut away. And then when we come back to that, they'll be done and I'll be like, why are you guys here? And is it just for quick pops? Like, did anyone like clap or like react in your theater? Um, so in my theater, not to any of that. My The biggest reaction in my theater was to Mihawk showing up. Yeah, Mihawk showing up got a big thing. Um, people laughed a lot. I thought this movie was, it had a lot of good jokes that landed really well. Yeah. When Luffy beats the big bad, one person clapped in my theater. It was, that was funny to me. Whenever someone showed up, people would be like, oh shit. But that's about it on like the real response front, as well as people uh, freaked out when they did their like early hockey fight. Mm, yeah. People thought that was dope. I have weird that, feelings that about some, hockey. There was some really good animation in various segments. In it was great animation for something that I couldn't give less of a shit about. Yeah. I think hockey's boring. I I like it sometimes. It's it it feels so cheap when it because it comes in when it does. It's just yeah. like hey, after the time skip, suddenly there's a way that makes Logia fucking meaningless. Yeah. And everyone like, has it. 
Everyone has it. Um, if you want, you can punch smoke now, and uh, we don't have to deal with crews anymore because Luffy will just pull out his big dick energy, and everyone will fall over except for the people with names. Yeah, which feels like I mean, like um, it kind of makes sense as an escalation point of just like yeah, Luffy Luffy gets stronger and does like these are the ways we demonstrate it, but I don't know. Yeah, well now we're getting into like. There's a something in Wano that I don't want to spoil for you, but we're getting into, like, Luffy can kind of tell the future. Like, cool. Yeah, I, I remember reading something about, like, a, a new type of hockey. Th- honestly, it's kind of just the same thing he learned fighting Katakuri, except it's a little better. I, I don't really understand how, but I kind of... T- it's it's my problem with shonen anime as a whole. I just kind of tune out anytime they're like, great, now we're going to train and make you better. And I'm like, just tell me when... You know, we demonstrate it. I'd rather do that mm-hmm. than see, like, I don't know. It's 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 possible to do it well. But but jumping back, we had uh, people cheered every time. Like, when cool stuff happened, people reacted, which is cool to see in a theater. Um, mm-hmm. We had one person stand up and clap at the end and then, like, slowly realize that no one else was going to join them and stand and clap and then sat back down. Aw. I hope, I hope that was the person in Garp cosplay. <laughs> It was not. Uh, People were excited near the very end uh, when a certain character showed up, except not really for no reason. I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about and we'll get into that. (laughs) But yeah, that people reacted to this movie pretty well. And I think that overall people seem to enjoy a lot of it. There were a lot of moments that I could tell that the movie was like, isn't this cool? And the audience was just kind of like, not really, Mm. which is any time that... the big CGI bullet monster was on the screen. Yeah, that was a decision to do that. Yeah, so maybe we, we we're right. jumping around a lot. Do we just want to yeah. like go from the start and go from there? I think I think we should. Yeah, I think we've mainly like kind of stopped doing initial thoughts and started to like more directly uh, criticize it. But I think yeah, overall, like it was a fine like it was a it, fine I mean, fun it was, movie. It was fun to watch. I got to see all of my friends. Yeah, I think it's cool to see, like, I have, if the problem with me is that I have to do so much work to extract myself from the actual context of One Piece, because yeah. it's like, I know what these things mean, it's like, why, it feels like if you knew the weight of all these characters doing all these things, you wouldn't just throw them together and say, have fun. It was neat uh, how they found an island that was five minutes from everywhere else. Yes. So that anyone could show up at any time. Everyone's just there conveniently. I also, they did like two episodes of filler to, to promo this, which were in no way valuable whatsoever to anyone, including me who watched them, uh, <laughs> in which Luffy goes to an island by himself, fights some people, Boa Hancock shows up, is naked for like 10 consecutive minutes, Cool. And then he gets an invitation to Festa, the, the fest at the end. And then the, this movie opens with that, but like with more context. Because this movie is like, hey, we got the invitation and the eternal pose and like this big cannon that shoots our thing into the sky. <laughs> so it's like, why did I watch this two fucking ep- Yeah, did uh. So I know that you told me that you were running a little late. Did you see the full movie or did you come in a bit into it? Uh, I came in as they were, I, um, I, when I came in, it was Festa in the dark cave talking like, and he was like, he had the, all the bounties stabbed into the table. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is exactly what I watched for two episodes. I'm just going to walk to my seat. When and he, I like, did. 
lit the thing on fire and was like, we're going to do this. We're going to start a party. Yeah. And then like, and then as I sat down, we cut to the straw hats and they're talking about like, hey, isn't this cool? Let's explain everything. You missed five more characters showing up. Jesus Christ. You missed in the very beginning, which is the context for Bullet, except for the context that comes later and actually tells us who he is. Um, But in the very beginning of the movie, the first character we see, I'm pretty sure, is Blackbeard. Cool. We are down in Impelled Down, and he's it's when he's breaking people out, and he's like, hey, all of you guys in the cages, uh, fight to the death. Whoever survives in each cage can join my crew. That... I think is canon. That did it is happen. Canon. It is canon. Except then they're letting people out of the cages and Blackbeard looks in one of them and goes, oh shit, don't let that guy out. Uh, he can escape, but he's not coming with us. And you just see Too a dark brooding. Blackbeard. F- you just see a dark brooding figure sitting in that cage, just like, Aww. And it's it's bullet. So you missed five whole cool. characters. We got to see uh, All of Blackbeard, Blackbeard and Jesus and... Uh, was Okiji uh, with them? Van, Van Auger. Uh, Okiji was not. Hmm. At least I didn't. At least I didn't see him. Interesting. But I think that was that was when Kiji was still with the Navy. There's oh right? yeah, fair, yeah oh yeah you're right they're right I forgot that that is a flashback that does. I, I will say the 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 side effect of the way that I consumed One Piece is that um because I stopped reading when I was a kid I still mm-hmm. think of Brooke as that new guy who joined the crew. And it wasn't until recently that I realized that he's been part of the Straw Hat crew for 10 years, which is more yes. than half of the series. Yes. I still think of him as being Thriller the Bark new member. was like 2008. <laughs> yeah, I still think of him being like the guy that just joined. Which is weird because they've been playing this will they won't they game with Jinbei for since the time skip. <laughs> they've so. been edging us really hard with Jinbei. Yeah. And like, I don't know, there are people like, is Vivi actually going to join after every... Uh, is Carrot gonna officially join? There's like, yeah, everyone is just thinking and talking, and that happened. Like when the credits started rolling, I was just listening to it because it was all happening. Did you? Mm-hmm. You said did you miss the post credits? Um, I did see the. I saw the post credits. I was uh, I kind of looked away during the um, during the credits themselves because I was texting you saying like, do I need to stay? Because uh, there was a weird, there was a weird thing in the credits where someone was listed as three question marks, and I cannot mm. figure out who that would have been. Because I was thinking what? someone might have showed huh. up at the very end, with like, but there wasn't anyone that like showed up surprisingly and had that voiced lines. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna keep thinking about that, but I'll. We'll. We'll. We'll do this in chronological order. I yeah, I, I thought maybe it's Roger, but Roger was listed in the credits above him, yeah. so there was a lot of. I'm gonna. Pull it up as we as we talk stampede. Sounds good. But yeah, so they all arrive on the island and uh, the I- people are like, hey, this island's really cool. Um, you all can come and stay. Uh, we're going to be throwing parties. Uh, you can steal and cheat and fight as much as you want. We're pirates after all. That's totally cool. Yeah, which I this is kind of the same premise as Dead in Adventure. Like I did watch that pretty recently for the Patreon. And that <laughs> is also just like, hey, a bunch of pirates are going to race to some treasure. And then also the same thing happened where like it doesn't matter. It, so I haven't seen that one. The one that it keep it kept bringing me back to and that I kept thinking of was the sixth movie. And the sixth movie is really good though. Yeah, that that's why I left this one feeling so sad because there were a lot of parallels. But I was like, oh, the sixth movie understands like the crew arriving on a party island 
and like having an adventure set on that party island and it mm-hmm. all going it all going poorly, but it turning into a really good movie. And what and what makes a good One Piece movie? That movie is paced so well. It has suspense and like legitimate fear. It's also got like a really good director behind it, which is Is that Watanabe? It's uh Mamoru Hosoda. Okay. I want to know this so Stampede is directed by uh Takashi Otsuka. What else have you done? IQ. That actually kind of explains some of the action. <laughs> he did is it the uh, volleyball. Yeah, that show's really good, but he did the Iron Wall episode, which is a good episode. He doesn't have a ton of credits, just um a, a pre-cure movie. Two and and he did some stuff on a smile precure, a lot of precure stuff. So he's just an, he's just a director. He's yeah. just like he's not like he's not Hosoda, which is like every movie he's made is stellar. Okay, the guy that did the sixth movie um, also did the girl who left through time. Yeah, uh, Summer Wars, um, Digimon the movie, which is also I mean Summer Wars is a fucking Digimon movie. <laughs> so I'm looking at the credits for this movie and like I see Jimbei and Carrot listed. Were they in the movie? I don't think so. Hmm. There was a scene. There was a scene where Luffy is thinking about his crew and like how he got to this point. And when they show all the crew together, Jinbei is in that shot. So I didn't like it was a uh, a really quick like um, montage, right? Yeah, it's very quick. OK, maybe they were just in there like, yeah. And then they were like, well, we got to credit him now. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> OK. They they specifically listed someone as question marks, and it, it, it I can't figure mm. out who that would have been. This IMDb doesn't seem to have everything, because that's not there. Also, half of these are the English credits, and half of these are not. Well, while you're looking, I will keep going with the explanation of the movie. So it opens with Blackbeard, and then it, it goes to them arriving on the island, and they're all excited. It's a big uh, thing. There's a big montage of them enjoying their time in town. Um, there's a lot of exposition of just like, this is an island where we are all pirates and things are chill. Uh, nobody tell the government. I don't remember if it was during the movie that I said this, but Rob Lucci walks right by and it was great. Um, it's very funny. Smoker and Tashigi are there dressed up like pirates. Um, Buggy's in charge of security for the island, which that's a, you're already on a rough territory there. Yeah, um, I... I uh, during it I was like, oh yeah, he looks like that now. That's his outfit now. Although he does change an outfit halfway through this movie. Yeah, it was really good. I love it. I I do think it's very funny that he dresses up like a giant red sheet these days to make him look bigger than he is. Yeah, he looks like a hand puppet. It's he does. It's good. My big prediction: I think Buggy's going to end up with the One Piece. Really? I think so. Hmm. But like he's going to fail Buggy's entire story is failing his way upward. I think that he's going to fail his way into like get the official story is that Buggy found the one piece, even though the the Straw Hats realize that the real treasure is the friends they made along the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meanwhile, Buggy's like, I get to be the king. That's my big prediction. But I did think it was very odd because uh, you see um, Buggy and Alvira. Is that her name? Uh, Alvida? Alvida. Uh, Alvida and uh, Mr. Three, who has a real name, but I can't remember it for the life of me. They're chasing Trafalgar Law through the streets, and he's real beat up. And I was like, are they trying to tell me that the three of them (laughs) kicked the shit out of Trafalgar Law? The most oppressively overpowered character that One Piece has ever introduced? Yeah, Yeah, that's strange. I don't... I didn't even really think about it at the time. (laughs) But yeah, I guess it is, like, very, like, hard to believe. Unless he was, unless he was like, 
Because he was ambushed by more than just Buggy, I think. Yeah, later they say that uh, Bullet attacked him underground or whatever. But I don't know why Hal Law escaped, but Buggy was still chasing him, but it didn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Along the way, he stows aboard the Straw Hat's ship as they're uh, traveling in. Uh, They arrive late, so they almost miss it because um, there are two announcers that are like, hey, uh, they say that Gold Roger left a treasure on this island who knows where but he did um they say they learned he left it in the the dark depths of black or whatever i wonder what that could mean and then immediately after they say that a giant um the spout things bursts out from below and raises an island in a bubble yeah and everyone's like fuck it let's charge up that bubble and then the movie says, by the way... Yeah, with, a, the with like a... Hey, the knock-up stream's here for some reason. Yeah, the knock-up stream's here, and it found an island. And then they're like, oh, also, all of the supernovas are here? All of their crews are here. Um, Wapple is here. Buggy is here. Foxy another, is here. Foxy is here. Yeah, I forgot Foxy existed. E- everyone's here. Uh, it's One Piece Endgame. Yeah. They all start racing up the knock-up stream. They all get on this island, um, and they they land on it, and everyone's there. Everyone's fighting. Um, there's some pretty cool, well-animated scenes of everyone kind of duking it out. Yeah, as, as like, the worst generation starts to go up the stream, it, it's like, we need to introduce people in case you have forgotten who they are. <laughs> and it's yeah. like every everyone gets that moment, and then, like, you see Foxy and Wapo on the back, and they're like, but not them. No, yeah, fuck yeah. them. You see their you see them show up and they're there and then the announcers are just like and a lot of other guys. Yeah. And also uh Bart and Cavendish are here for yes. some reason. Not the yeah. whole straw hat fleet, just these two idiots. Yeah, not the cool ones. Um you don't get I the like guy Bart that... a lot. And you Cavendish get... is fun, but he's like they're both <laughs> just like, I don't know, collectively in two minutes of this movie. I just love the giant the literal giant that's one oh, of the yeah. crewmates. Harudin, I think. He's great. That sounds right. Oh, along the way, Law comes out. And he's like, hey, I'm here. I'm beat to shit, but I'm not going to let anyone uh, take care of me in any sense. I need to go and find the secret underground base that's happening. And so the crew's like, yeah, we'll go along with you for that. So Robin, Sanji, uh, Brooke, and Chopper go with him in a little submer- the submersible shark thing. And just, like, launch themselves out of the knock-up stream and fall mm-hmm. for a good mile. <laughs> so now we're split up. Everyone arrives on top of the bubble, and they're all like, let's all fight. So you get all the supernovas fighting each other. Uh, you get some cool moments with people. Um, I always loved, I love Beige with his cannon, Ben. Yeah, he's there. It was another weird thing, too, because it was just like, it was such a big deal when he was in Whole Cake. <laughs> Yeah, it's and yet, <laughs> yeah, you, there's a lot of like suspension of disbelief because it's it's yeah, it's it's a challenge for me to suspend my disbelief enough for this movie. There's a lot of stuff where it's like, so Drake, Kid, Law, uh, Killer, Hawkins, Bonnie. they're all well, the five of the, uh, and Apu, mm-hmm. they're all here on this island duking it out like good friends. Where that yeah. doesn't line... Oh, and Urog. Um, yeah. Where that doesn't line up is that, like, currently in the canon, Law, Apu, and someone, el- someone else were in a partnership, 
and they directly fought against like Drake and Hawkins mm-hmm. at some point recently. Like there are team ups that have clashed and like led to big problems. There are some spoilers in Wano involving some of these characters that like the fact that they're here doesn't make any sense. It's very strange that it's just like, yeah, sure. Everyone's here. Yeah, I just I wish that they had done some any amount of just like maybe we could tone it back a little bit and just get who would work. That's kind of where my problems started. I wish that they'd been a little bit more subdued with the ways that they brought in cameos because they didn't like they didn't bring them in in a way that things really made sense um and we'll get into some of the more bonkers one in a few minutes here but having all nine of them together on the island with no references to anything really that any of them have done together is weird yeah capone's not like hey luffy we did an assassination plot together like yeah i don't think luffy interacts with bj once yeah there's no interaction there he only re- uh, Luffy I think... barely interacts with anyone. He talks to Hancock at the end. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, there's barely anyone that interacts with anyone in any. No, almost every line in this movie way. is exposition. It's a lot of and then this happened, not yeah. this was going to happen. But then this happened like it's not really, I don't know. Yeah, paced there's very well. Yeah, the, the pacing is weird. There's no there's no meaningful interaction between many people at all. Like. You could have some fun stuff that gets said, but it's mostly like, no, I'm going to find the treasure first. No, I'm going to find the treasure first. It it feels it really feels like a checklist, because especially when you're getting to the point where it's like people are showing up just to exchange a few blows and then leave. Exactly. And now the movie has a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. I I will say like law people talk to and there's some interaction between him and the straw hat, the straw hats, because you know he's like they're not my friends and they're like yeah you're our friend like yeah there's that whole interaction but at the same time he's been talks about like, hating bread again everyone cheers exactly favorite line but people are fighting up on this island because they're like oh look up there there's a giant pile of treasure that's probably gold rogers treasure we should go find it um well then the actions the action's really cool there's a lot of fun stuff that happens in that yeah luffy starts to fight up poo and then kid shows up and is like fuck you guys, I'm going to go ahead. And then I think Drake shows up to fight him. And I remember yeah. he can turn into a dinosaur. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of like, oh, people come in to do one attack before they get interrupted by a third person attacking both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a real it's a real rat race. Yeah, we remember that Bonnie exists. I like her. I, wish I like I like Bonnie, too. The series just happened. doesn't know she exists. Yeah. Yeah. She showed up at Reverie and did one, th- like, didn't even do anything. She's just like, I'm here. Also, I found a way to give you some exposition. Cool. I mean, to be fair, I think Hancock's kind of treated the same way, which is a bummer, because I also love her. They have women in one piece, Joe. She does get to, like, do one kick in this movie. She does, and she gets to make a heart. Yeah. Her powers have made a little less sense every time she uses them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care because she's so good. Like, I love her so much, but still. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, so Buggy finds the treasure and he's like, yeah, I found the treasure chest. And he opens it and looks inside and is like, oh, fuck. And then immediately everything falls to shit. Like, yeah, the knock upstream goes away. The bubble around the island bursts. Yeah. One tiny ship shoots up there and then it just like destructs into tiny pieces um, well, i thought the point was that it shot bullet up there yeah yeah and he did all that probably on that ship yeah 
That seems to be what's implied. <laughs> yeah. They introduce us to the villain of this movie, a man named Douglas Bullet. He's just a big guy. He's just a big guy. He's such a boring design that you don't even look at him for half the fucking movie. I thought he was Jack at first. From the, uh, Jack from the, from Kaido's crew who attacked the elephant. Oh god, yeah. I um, mean, in, in, Oda is so much better at doing slender designs than big, wide buff designs. Or yeah. like, there, there's some, it's like, designs that are just interesting, like, Beige doesn't really fall into either of those, but I think he's good. Yeah. And I, and I also am critical of how, like, that also kind of is an issue with when he draws women, if they're, they're either slender and attractive or they're not, and it's supposed to be a joke. But for yeah. the most part, like, and, and I have this issue with Gear Fourth too, where I feel like it's not as strong just because Oda's not as good at doing big buff boys. Yeah, I, I think that he, yeah, they doesn't do a very good job of making that matter in any capacity except for, like, this guy's big. But that's a problem when, like, one of my favorite things for, about uh, One Piece. Virgo has that issue, too. Virgo. Oh, yeah, Virgo. I forget about that guy. But one of my favorite things That's about fair. One Piece. Yeah, like, tell me two <laughs> things about Virgo. Uh, he gets food stuck to his face, and um, Law cuts him in half. Yeah, like, exactly. There's Exactly. I really liked Punk Hazard as an arc. That's because I love Law so much. See, I hated Punk Hazard, really? and I think Law's also, annoying. I, love, I, love, <laughs> I also love Caesar. I... Don't necessarily like Caesar. I think Caesar's fine. He's a piece of shit. I just yeah. enjoy watching him be a piece of shit. I liked Monet a decent amount. Yeah, Monet was fine. No, I like Law, especially like Punk Hazard through Dress Rosa. I think Law's very good. I, I have issues with Law just because his power makes no sense. Oh yeah, it's broken as shit. It's it's just like yeah, I eat I ate a fruit that means that I can do whatever the fuck I want within like a six meter radius. Yeah, he can just swap two things whenever he needs to. It's great. Also, sometimes that radius gets bigger, like it does in this movie. It, yeah, but yeah, Bullet is a very bad design. He's a podcaster. You can know that because he's got the giant headphones that go over all his ears time. at all times. Yeah, yeah. I wish we could have got him on the show for this. <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry, you had to settle for me. That's okay. After his schedule fell through. Yeah. I mean, based on, based on his performance in the movie, I don't know if I really had much to say to him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's not that interesting. No. He just his... wants to be strong. Yeah. And, like, I, I don't know. I have, I have similar complaints about, like, Zoro. Like, Zoro is his most interesting when he wants to be strong for the sake of Luffy or something. Mm -hmm. When he's just like, I want to be the best at swords. And it's like, okay. And then he does it. Yeah, like, I need to be the best at, at swords, I sleep. I need to be the best at swords because Luffy needs a second mate who's the best at swords. Yes! Now I'm awake. Like, That's the whole show! <laughs> but, yeah, I, Bullet comes in and all of the supernovas are just like, oh, he's like, let me show y'all my hockey. And it, like, comes off as this giant blue balloon thing. Yeah, they, they show the, like, Conqueror's hockey going out as a wave which i don't know if they've done that before like you see it as like an invisible force that jets out and you can kind of yeah. see that in the show but never as like here's my giant blue blob yeah it's like a specific like it's a and the, and the yeah they coat everything with him blue because luffy's is all coated red yeah, they do a real like red oni blue oni thing with the two of them yeah and that's the thing it's like 
wow, this is really well animated, but like it's just two force fields going up against each other. It's a very good Dragon Ball Z movie. Yeah. All of your friends show up. They throw their strongest attacks at a villain. It doesn't work. And it doesn't possibly make sense in canon. The villain shows up, stomps over your heroes, and then there's one Goku who can stand up to him by getting real strong. Yeah. That's the movie. Luffy just make like increases his fist size for 10 solid minutes. (laughs) I mean, that happened. (laughs) That does happen. (laughs) Charges up his spirit fist. Mm hmm. Yeah, Bullet just shows up and is like, oh, and then after he sends out his hockey wave, Luffy's like, I can do that too. And they yeah. get into a hockey fight where they just stare at each other for like a solid minute. Yeah. And the animation's really cool and pretty. When the, when the smoke clears and Bullet's like holding Usopp. Oh, by the way, Usopp also opened the chest oh, and saw what yeah. was in it. But then that's he dies. Right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, as everyone's falling off the mountain, Usopp's like, oh shit, that's the chest. And he opens it, sees what's inside. And then everyone lands and they're like, all right, what's going on? And it's just Bullet holding Usopp by the face. Mm-hmm. Usopp spends a lot of this movie dead, which is sad because Usopp's my favorite straw hat. He, I go back and forth between like him and Robin and like, I don't know. It just really depends on my mood. Chopper's really good. I, I like the Brooke's idea. Of, I like the idea of Robin, and I think that Robin they would be my favorite straw they hat yeah. if they ever did anything with her. If she would just talk to Luffy for ten minutes, the show <laughs> would be so much better. Right? Hey, so about your dad. <laughs> also, I, the a, a lot of t- especially in the movies, it's always just like, "Hey, I know about this because I know everything. This is convenient." Right. And this movie yeah. is in no shortage of that because she, of course, knows. Who Bullet is. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another thing that uh, this movie decides to reprise from the greatest hits is Buster Call. <laughs> that yeah, shows up we later. Get a couple references to Buster Call. I like Buster Call. Buster Call's neat. The fact that you're calling a Buster Call means something. It really does, especially that like Robin's just like, <gasps> anyways, let's keep going, I guess. And like it's and it's so bizarre. Yeah. It just like there's, there's a lot of things in this movie that I feel like it doesn't understand the weight of and like some of it doesn't like the knockoff stream in the bubbles like ah it's cute but then you get like especially something at the end that i think is just like all right that was not justified (laughs) the luchi showing up and no one ever interacting with him except (laughs) for sanji for a split second we'll get to that (laughs) yeah um i i I think the movie's fine like it was (laughs) enjoyable but we're tearing this movie to shreds but the movie's actually i i would watch it again like it it, i would turn off i don't know if i would i I, not today but like give me a year i'll go back i'll rewatch it and turn off my brain like when i Mm -hmm. go visit my friends who are um also into one piece i would throw it on to watch um because it'd be fun to sit with them and just go oh shit i Um, probably i probably like this one more than z which has a lot of like similar things which is like people are here for some reason and it's also just kind of like hey don't worry about what's happening we just want to show some really cool fights with hot like good animation um this is similar to that but i like the characters in it more because it has everyone in it yeah i'm i'm but I probably like this less than strong world okay which i strong world's good i've only seen a couple of the movies i think i've only seen six and this one i've now seen them all so okay 
I it's on my list to go back and watch all of them, but I don't think many of them are very good. Is what I, I hear. mean. You've seen six, which is the best one still. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Strong World is good. Gold is good. There's probably like I think Z is enjoyable about in the way that this one is. That's uh, that's about it. If if I mean if you're gonna watch them with the Patreon commentary track, it's at least like fun for us to riff on it and react to it. Just to plug the Patreon commentary track again. Yeah, and, but, and how much does someone need to, to pay to subscribe to something like that, Joe? Uh, just a dollar, actually. Just a dollar? Just a dollar, and you get what those... What a steal. You get monthly Patreon uh, commentary tracks for the One Piece movies, at least up until uh, we get to spoilers, which I think might be Strong World, I think is the last one we can do. Okay. Because I think, yeah, he uses Gear 3rd in that, but I think that's the last one before the time skip. Okay. Listeners, get in on that. And like you also get episodes early, so like patrons wow. are going to hear this early. What it's a value. Great. What a value. Speaking of value, it's cool seeing all the supernovas fight together against a person. It is. I mean, they're not like teaming up in any significant way. It's just like yeah. trading blows in like, a, I mean, it's fun. it is fun to watch, but it's just like, hey, you're like the scene where Luffy and Kid are both doing big punches and Bullet just like taps them so they go into each other that actually ruled i loved that yeah i i liked that i wish that the people teaming up didn't matter in this movie it's just a lot just of happened like, first i'll hit him with my thing then you hit him with your thing mm -hmm. there's one scene in this movie where two people use their powers and they combine together to do a thing and they both hate it when it happens yeah and i feel like the movie kind of does too <laughs> yeah i think the movie needs more of that yeah. I want to see, like, Law and Luffy attack the guy from both sides to open him up. He deflects mm -hmm. them both, but then, like, Apu gets it. Something like that would have been really cool, but instead we yeah. just see Bullet is just like, I'm unstoppable. Yeah, he's just purely unstoppable, and then everyone tries to, to do stuff, and it's essentially just Luffy. Yeah, everyone tries their damnedest. It never works until Luffy goes into uh, gear. Is it? He goes into gear four to stop him at first, right? But he goes in, he goes into gear four, and then Bullet's like, "Huh, okay, you actually kind of hurt me there. I'm gonna summon a giant mecha." Oh yeah, all right, yeah. His the all right. So that first fight, that w did that gear four look different to you? Because um, it it I, did to me. He looked skinnier. It looked, and I really liked how it looked, but it was significantly different and then later on when he goes into gear four in the second half of the movie so uh, he has like it's back to normal it's like snake man and bounce man right maybe that's it i, I don't think it, i i i will admit i am one piece is like the only shonen anime that i really enjoy mm -hmm. and i kind of turn my brain off whenever they're like oh a new form yeah whenever that stuff kind of happens i just turn my brain off and don't when I honestly, when I was in high school, I could have told you everything about that. Um, I could still probably dredge up facts about Gear Third and Gear Second from my memory from back then. Yeah, you're right. It it is Snake Man. I had forgotten the Snake Man existed. Okay, but I do. Man, I like how it looks so much better than than Bound Man and and uh, Tank Man. Yes, those are words. Yep, he just gets bigger. And I, I the thing is, I really like conceptually how oda stacks up luffy's powers because it's just like it's he because he's rubber he can you know use his leg as a pump and increase his blood flow or he can inflate himself or in this case he can inflate his muscles and and stack it with hockey and it's like cool 
But for some reason, Gear 4 is just not as satisfying as those, as those other things. I completely agree. And I think that's because it's like, what if I we think do the Gear 3rd and Gear 2nd and then add hockey to it? And I'm just like, yeah. eh. Yeah, we're it's... hockey. Yeah. I don't mind hockey. I, I just think it's boring. I think I have... I like it sometimes, but when you reach a point where just, like, everyone has it, it's kind of just fine. Yeah. I think it's like, oh, okay, everyone can cut Smoker now. Mm-hmm. Everyone can do that. All right, That's whatever. The thing. We'll like the, keep I going. feel like they did need something to, to mm-hmm. so he could, uh, you know, deal with literally any Logia. But, like, the, what makes the fight with Crocodile so good in Alabasta is that he thinks about it. Exactly. Like, and, like, I, I don't, now, I don't, he, now he doesn't have to because hockey's good. Yeah, I don't want Luffy to be able to deal with any Logia. I want him to be able to deal with Crocodile because he get, he like he can pours think water on it. himself. And then when he runs out of water, he realizes that he can use his own blood. That's yeah, cool. That's so cool. And in the fourth One Piece movie, which and I think can, is Dead End Adventure, he uses flour to beat up a Candyman. Same hell, shit. Yes. And then you get like uh, Skypea, where there's a guy who's literally unstoppable. Except that Luffy's the only one that can do it because he's rubber. rubber. Yo, ho, ho. Yo, ho, ho. How did that happen? He took a bite of gum gum, Joe. He did. I I, I love those elements to these fights. And now it's like, oh, Luffy can just punch him now. Yeah. And it's just better at it. But it's okay because the Logia person has the kind of hockey that means he can't be punched right now. You just get into this arms race that I don't really enjoy. Mm -hmm. Speaking of arms races. A uh, bullet pulls out a giant mecha. Yeah. He, out of a submarine. He, yeah, he's like, this is my ship. It's a submarine. It doesn't matter, though, because my power is just I combine shit, which is so dumb. I was like, OK, cool. We're going to get something kind of like uh, like law where it all or not law, like a uh, kid, like kid where it all like comes together as like I've got six cannons on my arm. I've got eight swords on this arm. Like, fuck it. We're going to go to town. No, it's literally just like a boring robot. I, I melted it all down to scrap and turned it into a robot that I'm now surrounded with. And then he does it with an even bigger robot later. And I just and it's fine. Yeah, I like giant robots. I thought it was fun when he pulled out his first giant robot. And I thought, oh, cool. Frankie might enjoy this. He didn't. No, where was he? He was on the ship. He was standing at the wheel uh, with Nami. Ah. They were hanging out on the ship. Cool. Nami's design in this movie is really fucking cute. I, I did like it's. It's nice to see a uh, Nami outfit that doesn't immediately make me cringe. Yeah, over, the overalls are really good. Maybe I'm a sucker for hints of green on orange, but <laughs> it's like her, her orange hair with like a green bandana is so good, especially considering like she is like she loves oranges. I, I will say uh, we did skip over the moment that I liked the best, which is when we're getting into when everyone's fighting on the island, when it's still in the sky, um, Nami turns to uh to Usopp and is like, aren't you gonna get in there? And he goes, uh, Nami, I'm a sniper. I support my friends from afar. <laughs> I'm gonna stay on the ship. <laughs> He's right, a very though. Funny moment. He's absolutely right. But then, yeah, we're fighting the robot. Uh, the robot knocks out all the supernovas. It knocks out Luffy, and it's like, great, I'm gonna win. And if something hits him from the side and just kind of plinks off of him, and he turns, and there's Usopp standing up, standing tall, shooting it with little pellets. Yeah, that's so what Usopp do. At one po- so before this, or like right before this, they reveal what's in the chest. Because I remember that Usopp doesn't wake up until we know. Right. Because <laughs> if I, I it's weird because it's not like he says it or acts any differently knowing what it is. It's just they, he sees they, it, they kill him, and then he doesn't come back until we know what it is. 
they do a weird thing where they they reveal what's in the chest and they tell us and they explain it to the audience and then immediately after it there's a scene where smoker is interrogating buggy and buggy like dramatically tells smoker what's in the chest we don't yeah we don't need to see everyone react to it but but it's supposed to be like a big thud moment and i wish that they had just flipped the scenes and that Mm -hmm. that was when the audience learned too yeah because if if like we we didn't know it was in there until buggy was like yo there's an eternal pose that goes right to raftel yeah, which is written as laugh tale. I was really it's very funny because they I, it's I knew a- I learned about this a couple of weeks ago because this movie didn't come to America first surprise, I, but <laughs> I did too, but I didn't expect them to have laugh tale written on the thing. But the sub with the subtitles Raftel. still saying laugh tale. Yeah. Very strange. Hmm. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. But they they reveal in this chest that there is an eternal pose to Raftel, and I immediately knew how this movie was going to end. So much oh, absolutely. so, so much so that I was like, "Has this just happened in canon before?" Like I can picture it already. That I know exactly how this movie is going to end, and I was right. But <laughs> well, I think it doesn't help that the villain is like, "Whoever has this has a shortcut straight to Raftel," and it's like, "Yeah, all it's right, like all well, right, I've seen this show before." <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They, I mean, they literally do this exact same concept in Sabody, where Rayleigh's like, yeah. yeah, I can tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, and Luffy's like, no. No, fuck you. <laughs> fuck off, old man. <laughs> fuck off. Why wasn't Rayleigh mentioned in this movie? You think he would have been a big deal. He was mentioned. Oh, he is mentioned. He's just, he's not in any flashbacks. We yeah, don't see him. He, but they're just like, he set sail, or Buggy, like... Buggy's like, yeah, that guy used to be on uh, Roger's ship with me. Uh, he's almost as big a deal as Rayleigh was. Mm-hmm. Almost. Almost. Anyways, yeah, Bullet turns into the robot. They re- And then, so Usopp's shooting the pellets at him, and it's like, oh, man, I love Usopp. This is like the, like, everything with Usopp in this movie was the only, like, remotely emotionally moving thing. Yeah, in it. Us- Usopp comes in clutch in this movie. Uh, so good. It's, and reminds us why he's the best straw hat. He's so good. He's so good. He's the best character in the whole show. Uh, second only to Soga King. But yeah, he's finally... Man, I wish Soga King was in this movie. Oh, man, I do too. That was, that's Ever... the one throwback that wasn't there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's firing. It's pretty ineffective. Um, at one point, he bursts a thing that like launches out a, a, a vine and like crushes a, a finger or something like that yeah th- that's like that's the reveal that he's actually like doing something it's not just like pathetic that he's shooting pebbles but like one of them connects to the to the robot and it like turns into a vine and it's like ah he's actually doing something i forgot that he has these powers because they don't they haven't really utilized usopp in a long time to be fair it is still pretty pathetic it is but like that that is like, oh, Usopp's not just gonna cry and die again. Although he does. After, he does. After the one vine thing happens, which is really just set up for later. But Yeah, but Bullet's like, all right, fuck you, kid. Uh, turns his arm into a cannon, and then, like, it zooms out, and you just see, like, a giant smoke cloud appear in front of Bullet. God, yeah. Uh, and then you so don't see like, Usopp and Luffy again for, like, an hour. Yeah, because it... So, after that happens... Meanwhile, underground, you've got the you got the group that's going to like take out the boss. So you got Sanji, Robin, Chopper, Brook, um, oh, and yeah. Law. 
So they're yeah. going after, they want to go after Festa, this Law's idea. No, only one character in this movie interacts with Festa at the very end. And it's none of these people. Yes. Strange. They overhear him being like, yeah. And then ultimately the government's going to have to call a buster call. And then Robin's like, oh no, not a buster call. And then they're like, and then let's fine. go tell the others. And then she's fine. Yeah. And as they're trying to leave, they run into Smoker, who Sanji fights. And I think this is where Smoker's like, oh, shit, this dude has hockey. I guess I'm fucked. Yeah. And, and then, also, uh, Sanji doesn't have a devil fruit, so, like, his sea prism stone has no advantage. Yeah, meanwhile, he's got, like, well, he's like, this sea prism stone means I'm advantaged against Brook and Chopper. I'm also just going to wrap him in smoke and put him over there. Yeah, there. Yeah, it's just a, a weird hostage situation. Honestly, when Brook, like, uh, uh, Brook stands off against Smoker first, and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I would love that. to see that fight. Hell yes. And then he doesn't, and then Sanji no. fights Smoker. Yeah, Sanji, Sanji reminds, he's like, yeah, Sea Prism Stone. And then Smoker explains what Sea Prism Stone is, because I've never seen this show before. I was glad that he told us. Uh, in case you don't know, it has the powers of the sea. Yeah. And it means that Devil, devil Fruit users are useless against him. It's been extremely relevant since yeah. Alabasta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> since Logetown. But then he, uh, Sanji's like... Robin, you got to get out of here. She's like, all right. Uh, and then Law's like, I'm not injured anymore. And he and picks he up picks Robin and runs and away. Runs. <laughs> she should be picking him up. <laughs> God. And then they run into someone underground. And that person, at first, the way that it's animated, it looks like static on a screen. So I was like, who's this? And then it was like, I'm Crocodile. And I was like, oh, okay. Who only talks to these two people in the whole fucking movie. Also, he cusses a lot. Does he? I don't know. I, there was a moment where he says something like he says something to or about Luffy, but he says like three curse words in the span of two lines. And I was like, you're really laying it on thick translators. Like, He's really cool. you make him sound like a middle schooler trying to be cool around his friends. Yeah. Like, take this punk-ass kid and go home, because <laughs> we've got shit to do, or something like that. And I was like, I, settle down. I, I didn't notice, but I, I might maybe it's just so in character that I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, that's... I was like, this guy's too... Crocodile's too cool to be that guy. He, Crocodile's he really cool. He thinks, get this punk-ass kid out of here, we've got shit to do. But he doesn't say it, because he's yeah. got class. He says nothing. Exactly. But Crocodile shows up, and he's like... I've got plans that are unspecified, but I need you to help me with that. It's, it's so weird and that this movie. To law. It's so weird that this movie manages to be like Luffy, Sabo, Smoker, Hancock, Law, and Buggy are all collectively fighting someone, and it is not even a tenth as cool as a single episode of the Marine for Dark. Right? And that is like, I mean, a Marine for has a lot of buildup, and it's. You can't accomplish something like that in two hours. I hope they don't try to adapt Marineford into a movie at any point. I'm sure God. they will because they do that. Uh, the Alabaster movie sucks shit because of that. But still, it's just like the thing is, you can you can walk into that movie and say, I'm going to assume that the viewer watches the show and that all of these characters have emotional weight for them. Like when Luffy interacts with law again that matters this movie does not understand that <laughs> exactly and, it ha and whenever something does matter it tries to explain it to you it's like it's been a exactly. while miss all sunday and I, it's like I, that should I matter did. and she doesn't respond to it 
She's like, it sure has. What are you doing here, friend? Yeah, well, hi. Hey, how's it going? You look different without a cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, those went out of style in like 2005, my dude. <laughs> I did think it was. I did think it was cool that he calls her Miss All Sunday. And it, I mean, like, it, yeah, ah, it is, of course he would. What are you doing here? Like, absolutely. That's a mm. fun callback. It means nothing. Yeah, and then and he's, he's like, actually, I only care about law. And then he takes him and leaves. Actually, I only care about Lash. It has been the subtitle of One Piece for the past, like, five years. That's definitely Dress Rosa. <laughs> and I like Law, so it worked for me. I His backstory with Corazon, it cuts me deep. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's, I respect you. I'm just, I'm just saying it is good for me. It, it's a good backstory. I was like, oh, like he's going to join the crew. And then he didn't. And I was like, all right. I don't know why we needed a tragic Law backstory. Eh, it's just a well fleshed out character. I think it's I think he's interesting in that he doesn't want to be Pirate King. He just wanted to do very specific tasks for a That's personal fair. vendetta. That's fair. But anyways. Anyways. Yeah, and it's uh, Law runs off with Robin and I'm like, yes, alright. My two favorite characters are separated already. Fuck. And it's uh, <laughs> it just doesn't matter. <laughs> None of it does. None of it does. There's a lot of like, it, they're all just like, great, you guys get back to the ship because I still have one thing I need to take care of. And any time that a character tells someone else to get back to the ship, it means you're done. You are no longer in this movie. We don't need you in the movie anymore. Yeah, like Bob. Nami Nami and Frankie don't do anything in this movie. They stay on the boat the entire time. I just remembered. <laughs> no, Nami Why makes is... one big cloud. And I don't even know who it hits. Why is there? It's still in the underground passage. Why is there a weirdly long fart joke? God, that was really good, though. I, it was good. Because <laughs> they were, like, sneaking around a corner, and then you hear a fart noise, and it's Brooke, and Chopper <laughs> reacts to it, and then it cuts to Robin holding her nose, and then they learn the Buster <laughs> Call is gonna happen! Like, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Stampede! <laughs> they name-drop Stampede at one point. Festa, at one point, Festa exclusively talks to himself. All of his yeah, motivation. He's like the no, no, no. He talks the to the shadowy cabal of other characters who are unnamed also, and do not speak. Also, Morgans, because we needed to get a Morgans uh, cameo in this movie. Fuck, he's the bird reporter guy. I forgot about him. I think it's very. Is his name really Morgans? It is, uh, which really threw me because, because when there's they first a were talking about him, I was like, oh, shit, is there's Axe Morgan. Hand Morgan in this? That would be so oh. cool if he came back and he has to fight his <laughs> Marine son or whatever the fuck, who is still uh, in this show. Speaking of um, his Marine son, uh, I want to give the award for the weirdest cameo in this movie. To him? No, it's to a person that shows up with him. Who Lieutenant shows up with him? Full body. Oh, fuck. Full body's in this. Full body and Django show up. Yes. For like a split second. Yes. Yeah, this really is there. just what if everyone was here at the same time. We see Garp and Son Goku, but they're not there. They're at the mm -hmm. headquarters. Same with Akainu, who doesn't show yep. up. Same with uh, Hana and... Yeah, he, yeah, she's there. Hana's the old woman, right? Um, I don't remember seeing There's her. I remember seeing Hina, is... the lock lady. Okay, I, I get her. There, the old woman in the Marines is in. She's uh, she. I missed her. I must have blinked. Presentation. Oh yeah, she is there during that. Yeah, that's when Garp walks away and is like, he was fucking. He was he was a bad boy, and then Roger made him decent. But then when Roger died, he went 
and just punched shit forever. <laughs> and he wanted he, to, he wanted to beat up Roger so bad, but then Roger died. So now he's going to beat up the world instead. Yeah, but then Sengoku... That's the compelling character motivation. Yeah, Sengoku beat him with a buster call, and now he wants to beat a buster call to prove that he's too fucking good. Mm-hmm. Anyways, at this point, the movie just becomes unrelated action for, like, 30 minutes. Yeah, um... At Fugitori this point, shows up. Yeah, that scene was cool. I loved... Uh, the animation on him fighting Zoro for, like, 30 seconds is so dope. And then he's like... I'm go and then it turns into I'm going to leave. Here's a meteor. There's a lot of that. And he cuts it and Zoro cuts it in half, but it's not good enough, but Mihawk finishes it. Also Mihawk shows up. He cuts yeah. Foxy's ship in half and Perona's so, there too. I could just do this for the whole movie. It's just like shit just happens. Yeah, uh so Mihawk shows up and it's cuts Foxy's an ship in half. Minutes. And then Boa Hancock shows up and turns Foxy's crew to stone. That was good. And then Fujitora shows up and attacks Zoro, and it's a really well animated fight scene. And then he calls really a meteor. Good. It was very cool. When I Zoro jumps that. to cut the meteor in half and is muttering something about like the nature of man and the laws of physics in yeah. the universe, and how because of that he can put the laws of physics to his sword and cut it in half. Yeah, cool. And he does, but cool. it's, but then there. Oh man, Bart. Oh yeah. So Bart's in this movie, right? So Bart's he does like. Nothing. He doesn't. He just he just admires. Bart is like, oh my god, Zoro, you did it. But then you just see the two halves still going down to the island. He's like, oh fuck, Zoro, you did it. <laughs> That's really good. I do like that. I um, wish Cavendish went sicko mode once, but he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised about that. He he does like swing his sword once, but he does not go sicko mode. Oh, hey. Hello. Carrot Carrot isn't in this movie, which completely throws off any kind of timeline thing. Yes. Much like how Film Gold has Sanji in it. Oh, it really? Shouldn't. <laughs> Even though he was out at the time for the yeah, anime? Yeah, very similar to how, like, Sanji's, like, the whole crew is together, Sanji's there, and not Carrot, and not Law. So it does doesn't Vivi, make any sense. Does, does Vivi show up in the movies when she's in the crew? No. Okay. I've learned, on, on rewatching it, I've noticed that. Only, okay. very few movies actually could line up with when they come out. But like, that makes sense. But like, the thing about Film Gold is like, all right, well, he's got fourth gear, but the whole crew is together, which the whole crew hasn't been together since mid-Dressrosa. Right. But that's when he reveals gear four. So it is physically impossible for that movie to take place unless <laughs> we get to a point after Wano where the crew's all together, Jinbei is not still there, and he hasn't learned something <laughs> stronger than gear four. It's the only way any of this shit makes any sense. Also, it doesn't because warlords are in this movie. <laughs> I don't care about that. I don't want to be a stickler about that. I think these movies are stronger yeah, when I they don't... throw a lot of that. Like they're, they are going to be better if they don't ref like confine themselves to that. But this movie's yeah. issue of we'll put everyone in it and not understand what it means to have these characters together. Yeah, it really, you need to know when it happens for any of, I mean, it, none of it makes sense. It's, it's, it's kids playing with action figures. It is. And I, I think that that's like, in some ways that's commendable. It's kind of funny to say, what if all these characters showed up and just fought it out? But the problem is that like some of these characters would not team up together on a, and, and under any circumstance. Yeah. You have to really like, you have to really like, try to like uh, like it, it was difficult for me to like think about what i was watching in a lot of instances mm -hmm. 
Um, we did miss out on the part of the movie that made me go, okay. Which is when uh, the villain in his robot suit is like, so, most... <laughs> Says most devil fruits only affect the person that eats oh, them. Oh right, he explains but... awakening to us in a very but poor way. Mine is rare, so I can affect this entire fucking island. Yeah, he's like, it's rare when awakening happens, but I'm so fucking good. And then he just like slurps up the whole island he does and do turns a into slurpy. a giant dude. Yeah, he just becomes in like a very big metal monster thing that's CG. And it's weird because, like, Smoker's worried that, like, it's like, oh, we're all together and we're all going to get slurped up by this CG purple effect. But then everyone's fine. Yeah. No one loses a weapon, which is specifically what this guy has control over. Yeah. Like, it's not like he slurps up Zoro's swords or anything. No. Or any or anything from the Marines. He get, Actually, he does get some warships. Yeah, he gets some. Which doesn't matter. He gets some boats, but not all. none of the pirate ships. No. And then he builds a wall around the island so, like, no one can leave except that everyone does. Uh-huh. And it's, like, I'm not, I'm not normally a, eh, they're putting CG in my anime. Like, I don't, I don't really care about that. I do kind of care when the villain of your movie is a giant CG monster that, like, you're just drawing characters around. But yeah, they fight. Luffy keeps flinging himself. Oh, turns out, in the only compelling bit of the movie. Yeah, Usopp does save Luffy. Yeah, Usopp and Luffy interact again, uh, which Thank is God. compelling. And Usopp's, like, that, dragging Luffy away from the fight. the only straw hat that Luffy, like, talks to in this movie. Yeah, outside of, like, the first five minutes. Yeah, he yeah. talks to Zoro, like, hey, go back to the ship. I'm going to get the treasure or, like, something. Mm-hmm. Like, really early on. But then, yeah, Luffy is just interacting with randos, which I almost wonder if that's, like, a stipulation to make it sort of work in canon. Because, like, yeah, Luffy doesn't talk to anyone about anything so it's like yeah if he meets if he's like like does anyone know that boa hancock is in love with him <laughs> does anyone know that he's friends with ivan Kov? yeah does anyone know that he and beige teamed up to stop an assa- or to do an assassination half the straw hats do at least yeah like do the marines know that i don't know i couldn't tell you I don't remember if the the news because there was like the fucking the bird reporter uh, at the whole cake island. But I don't know if like anything came of that. So I I I do know what came of that in the manga, but I don't know where that is in current timeline of this movie. Like, well, I, I you know, and we never will. No, but it's hard to care when you there don't is no know. timeline in um, this movie. It's just it's just a what if. But something that doesn't need a timeline and that is eternal is Usopp's love for his crew. Yeah. And so you see him and he is pulling uh, Luffy away. Um, things are on fire for some reason. Um, things things randomly burst into flame at different points in this yeah, movie with no rhyme or reason. But uh, he's dragging Luffy through a thing. And then um, he says, uh, did you see him? I, uh, you know, I fired my uh, I fired my shot. and He turned and ran away, you know. Telling his stories to Luffy, because that's that's how he does. I love Usopp! he trips, and he lands, and he can't get back up, and Luffy's laying there on the ground. A burning building next to him starts to, like, you know, lose a support beam, and it starts to fall, and Usopp rises to his feet and, like, stops it and throws it away from hitting Luffy, and, like, it takes him out, and he dies again. And it's just, like... Fucking Usopp is the one character, and, like, I'm, I'm all about Usopp. Yeah. And then Chopper and Brooke are like, hey, we're here now. 
the doctor's in. Mm-hmm. Another one's going to fall on Usopp, but then it stops and it's frozen by, by Brooke, which is really good. That's right. And then Chopper's like, Usopp, let me heal you. And Usopp's like, no, you heal my captain first. And I cried. And my audience <laughs> I, I, I might have if the movie was good. <laughs> no, I didn't actually. But uh, the audience rose to their feet. They applauded. Um, the ushers came in and were like, we're going to back it up so you can rewatch that scene because it was super dope. <laughs> The guy in charge of Cinemark Theaters was like, turn off your phones. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, it was a good scene. The one good one in this movie. And then they're like, great, we'll throw you on our backs and carry you back to the ship. And they're like, great, you guys stay on the ship. And uh, Luffy's going to go fight. Or no, Luffy's like, it cuts away. And then later Luffy's like, yeah. thanks for healing me, guys. You all get back to the ship with Usopp. I'm going to start flinging myself against the CGI monster. Yeah, he just goes gear forth again. And he goes gear forth a lot of this movie mm-hmm. in ways that just is like all right that's fine yeah are there downsides to gear forth yeah i mean it does tire him out in the show okay did not like it's not like it doesn't turn him chibi like uh gear three did no and that doesn't yeah, even happen anymore so. he's just like good at stuff right now. yeah anyways um at this point i couldn't really tell you what happens next because a bunch of people show up a bunch of people fight marines or other pirates or marines and other pirates and then they're like we need to team up we're not going to team up against anything though so i guess we're all just going to stand around out here yeah while six people gather in the middle and form a plan yeah i wish i I just wish the crew had more to do like the if six people are going to get together and make a plan i wish that those six people would be like the core straw hats or like six members of the straw hats while choppers dealing with healing people or something like that or like the movie like understood <laughs> like what luffy team like actually teaming up with these people could be but luffy's just like yeah fuck you guys which are like sabo is there that is not how yeah. luffy would interact with sabo yeah sabo shows up and he just says hey brother it's like oh hey it's just sabo i certainly didn't sob like a baby the last time i saw you this means nothing yeah um the only the only like accurate response was when he saw buggy and said oh buggy that's accurate (laughs) that's always accurate but yeah the people that team up to take down this giant cgi monstrosity are luffy boa law crocodile sabo and buggy but buggy's got a big asterisk because he just kind of accidentally teams up with them Mm -hmm. and they all they do a plan that doesn't work exactly, but then it works kinda. Yeah, it kind of works, but then like it seems like it doesn't matter. Cause Law has yeah. this big plan and doesn't tell anyone that it involves Crocodile. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why Crocodile has to be a secret who only talks to Law. I also don't know why Crocodile is telling Law to do this. Cause he doesn't even like he does for a second go after the the pose at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Lucci's there. Luchi spends the whole movie like vaguely glancing at things from afar until one scene where Buggy throws his muggy ball. God, that's actually really good. And it does nothing. And then against like, so they knock off this thing's arm and they're like, oh no, our plan didn't actually stop it. It just knocked off an arm. And then the arm is falling and it's falling on Buggy. Who's like running like it's Prometheus. Yeah. That, that extended sequence of the arm falling is really good. It's the best scene in the movie. It's up, it's <laughs> up there other than like, it's, it's definitely the best comedy in the movie. Oh, absolutely. Cause I'm just like, I think the Usopp stuff is probably actually the best part of the movie. And then there's yeah, like probably. some good animated action. 
but it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, Buggy's running away. It takes like 20 minutes. Um, and then eventually he's like, oh, wait, I can do this. And he fires his muggy ball and it does nothing. And then the arm explodes. And he's like, oh, shit, I, must I did have done that. that. Of course I did. I'm one of the seven warlords of the sea. And Rob Lucci's standing on a field with like his finger gun out. And I don't know why Rob Lucci would save Buggy, but he does. Yeah, that's strange, huh? I mean, he yeah, is, like, <laughs> like, give me one reason that Rob Lucci would step in. Warlord at this point, but even then, CP Zero has no reason to have any care about that. Yeah. Huh. Um, and then they beat him. They Luffy they, beats him. He he gets so, the biggest yeah. fist of all time. Yeah, Luffy grows a really big fist. Um, he basically charges a spirit bomb, except with Luffy that just means blowing into your yeah, arm for a while. He calls it King 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 Kong gun. I think I don't remember how many kings are on it. I I do love that Luffy's like, huh? That fist wasn't big enough. Time to blow harder into my arm. Yeah, I. But... That's the, that that kind of like simplicity is the thing that draws me back to Luffy as a character. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, he'll never like. Like, at the end of Naruto, Naruto understands how jutsus work, and, like, he learns secrets and does all this. At the end of the day, Luffy doesn't. Luffy doesn't care. Things are happening at a global scale around him. Yeah, if Luffy learns how to awaken his devil fruit, he won't know that's what he's doing. Exactly. He'll just be like, I need... I I found a new way to stretch good. Yeah, and he'll be like, oh, I learned how to stretch... Like, I don't know how you awaken that fruit, but if he, like, stretches something near him... Like, if he's like, I wish this thing were bigger, and then he just, like, stretches it out bigger. And he's like, hey, neat, I made it bigger. Yeah, That's Awakening, how it Awakening is so strange. But I'm sure there's, like, a lot of theories around that, too. One, one, one Piece theorizing is a buck wild land. That's uh, that's what's gonna happen. Um, the big hat is just that he needed to awaken Man, his, I his talk hat. Man, I want to about no fucking big hat right now. <laughs> and he stretched out his own hat to make it real big, and that's why that's the big hat. It also traveled back in time for a reason. I hate the big hat. I don't know what it means <laughs> or why it's there. All I know is that it showed up, and I'm I'm mad and afraid. <laughs> fucking big hat. <laughs> In One Piece, just like in Dark Souls, sometimes people are just big. Sometimes. Like, I'm, I love that about Whitebeard. Yeah, like, he just, just is big. he giant? No, he's just big. He's just big. Frankie's twice as tall as the rest of the crew now. Is he giant? Nah, he's just big. He made himself that big, though. Like, yeah, well, that's fair. He has an excuse. But, like, Brooke is super tall. He's just big. Mm, he's just tall. They explain away Big Mom's status. I wish they didn't. Yeah. I wish she was just big. <laughs> At the same time, they don't explain away Kaido. He's just big. He's just big. Jack's He's so just big, big that he can't die from falling from a sky island. Exactly. A rogue? Just big. Just big. Just big. Just big. Uh, anyways. Drake's, Drake's whatever size he needs to be. Yeah, that's fine. Um, uh, but anyways, yeah. Luffy, yeah, Luffy, Luffy punches it big. so big that it falls apart. And then he's like, fuck. It's like, because then the re- then this smaller robot falls out of it. And it's like, he's not even done yet. <laughs> I don't know why the small robot is inside of it. It why seems like it would have combined. Right? <laughs> I think the only reason is so you get the payoff of Usopp's yes, absolutely. seeds working. Because all of those sprout at the right time. Uh, which I do like that when Luffy goes off, he's like, you haven't lost to him yet. And then I do like that Usopp's contribution was really vital. And then, yeah. Lu- and then Luffy punches actual Bullet some more, who at no well, point uses his power again. <laughs> but right before Bullet um, 
like when Bullet gets knocked out of the big suit, he's in his little robot suit. Yeah. And he's like, which, is, which was big in the beginning of this movie. Yeah. But, <laughs> but he now says, who cares? But he says, if only you were a little bit more powerful. And that's what Usopp is a little bit of power that he was mocking early. Yeah. Like, it's thematic, y'all. It's good. Usopp's, this movie has themes. It surprisingly does, because it seems like it only <laughs> engages with them for a total of five minutes. Uh, once, and with the most important character. It's all about how this guy wants to be the strongest without anyone's help, and Luffy's like, no, you dumbass, friends are good. And Usopp is the only character who is it, like contributes to luffy as a friend in this movie yeah friends are good also i've got like four enemies behind me and they're gonna help me beat you yeah because they almost try to engage with the fact that luffy is so charismatic that people just work with him because that does happen in this movie it's happened that is the whole premise of marineford and impel down yeah he quote unquote turns enemies to friends yeah Festa that's says not that what happened here it's not what happened it's just all of them kind of tried to fight the guy at the same time they listened to law when they said hey hit hit him right now and like yeah, exactly the, the thing where law brings everybody up to him and they all hit in the chest at the same time that should be so cool but it's not it's just like it's not it's just like okay the thing is <laughs> yeah. i see it and i think that should be cool i don't see it mm-hmm. and think damn that's cool and unjustified absolutely and then yeah they uh he also pulls punches. Up buggy who is trying to run away <laughs> yeah but then Luffy punches Bullet real hard. They do that black and white sketchy looking thing that I think yeah. they do with a lot of movies. And they did it when Luffy punched the uh, Celestial Dragon. And yeah. it looks cool because that, that kind of thing always looks cool. It does look cool. Luffy says something that seems to remind Bullet of Roger. But I don't remember what. Because it's not like usually they do the thing where Roger says the exact same sentence when they do when they do flashbacks like that with Luffy. Mm-hmm. Because they... You they're trying to draw just, that straight. You just made a joke about time travel, but they're the fucking same person. They are. But anyways, yeah, that happens, and then it seems to distract him, and then Luffy just beats the shit out of him. <laughs> as he, as he, they, they literally like JoJo aura aura each other because it's just a two very big fists flying, and it doesn't yep. even look that great. Just, it doesn't. It's fine. Once it goes into black and white, I'm, I'm, I think it looks good. Yeah, and then he knocks out Bullet and. uh yeah, when he punches him to the ground, one person in my theater clapped, and I was like, <laughs> like, just like, uh, and then Fiesta's like, oh yeah, that oh man, who's trying I, uh, to like, that sucked. If only I'd teamed up with Luffy instead. And then Sabo's there and is like, Luffy wouldn't have teamed up with you anyways. And then he tries to pull like, a gun on Sabo oh, and Sabo <laughs> just sets him on fire. Incinerates him, yeah. He's fucking dead. And then, Festa is so strange in this movie because he just wants, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know what he wants. Here. He just wants, he wants to get rid of Roger's era. He wants to start a new era where everyone just is buck wild and it's just a big war. It's a big stampede. It, he, he does say stampede. And then he's like, ah. That that kid Luffy might be he might actually become Pirate King and start his own era. Man, I should have teamed up with him. Like, but yeah, Sen Sabo is the only human being, the only named character to interact with Festa, and he just shows up in his fucking baller long teal coat and says, "Luffy wouldn't team up with you." And then he's yeah, he incinerates him. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> I want someone to that- take that scene and then like do the. Ah, did you bullet contracted ligma? And it's like, well, who are you? And it's like, ligma balls, and just incinerates him. 
that's it's the same thing. <laughs> and then yeah, everyone's uh like cool. We beat Bullet, I guess. Yeah, uh, and the then... walls fell. Oh, oh Buster fuck. Call is There's still happening. There's a Buster Call coming, isn't there? Who gives a shit? And then everyone gets on their boats, and all the warlords are like, fuck it, we'll ride out to meet Buster Call. We'll fucking fight off a Buster Call. Including Smoker! Like, hell. Yeah, and I was like, hell yes. Well, no, Smoker wasn't on the boat. Smoker stayed on the island. Oh yeah, Smoker's like nearby. He's like... Cause Smoker, <laughs> Smoker calls uh, Kizaru and is just like, hey, can we not do Buster Call? Yeah, it's Could like bullets, bullets been defeated, the, the treasure call. was destroyed, there's marines here. Y'all should just quit. We should probably say uh Luffy grabs the uh the eternal pose to oh, uh, yeah. to to laugh tail and yeah. um and uh both um everyone starts Luchi to come up on and it right crocodile now, are like, like all right, we're going to do this and they both attack him and then out of nowhere Zoro and Sanji are like we'll protect our captain. We got you safe. Who the and where Luffy's the fuck like, did Zoro come from? The boat? I know, at least they addressed that Sanji was like like Sanji's running back with Robin. By the way, they found something important in the uh which doesn't matter by the way. It almost it was just a map. But then that doesn't matter anyway because they have to avoid Buster Call. But anyways, Sanji yeah. and Robin find a map as they're coming out. Sanji's like, run on ahead. I know that in like five minutes I'm gonna have to protect Luffy from Luchi. <laughs> Which is almost like it should be cool that he can stand off against Luchi, but it doesn't matter at this point in the movie. And yeah, then, uh, and then uh and Zoro blocks Crocodile somehow. I think so. With his sword. And yeah, and Crocodile being the Sandman, it doesn't he just sure. I guess oh, Zoro does have hockey. I'll be yeah, I'll give him like, that. He has so he has the hockey that like he protects his swords and can cut things, but like I think he's put he's it on his of hands sand, and arms before. But he's made of sand. He's he made just of goes sand. around. Yeah. I mean, if you go to the beach, you can't just block the sand. You just parry your way to the ocean so that you stay. Lord knows I've tried. <laughs> and then Luffy crushes the thing, and he's like, "I don't want a shortcut to Raftel to Laugh Tail." Yeah, and I knew he was gonna do that, and I'm just like, so much so, I'm like, has he crushed an Eternal Pose before? <laughs> like it was so vivid i'm like i think the show has just done this luffy breaks a log pose after eating all the food is the name of this youtube video luffy breaks a log pose not log post it's when they're trying to get through the red line i think he they does get it. something similar in at some oh point. it's a it's an accident sanji kicks luffy into breaking a thing cool it doesn't. Ma- it doesn't matter. It doesn't it's not. It's not matter. the way that we think it is. None of this matters. Um, None of this matters. Uh, it doesn't. Because here's the thing. I was like, well, this. It has to be destroyed before the movie's over. Like, just. Oh yeah. It has it to. Exactly. It, it is can't a. Survive. It, and like that's the thing. It's like it's Gold Rogers treasure. And like, no, it's not. Or it doesn't matter. Like you can't. Exactly. You can't play with those things from the show. Yeah. Like that. Those things are too important. Mm-hmm. Uh. So you already know how it's gonna end. The stakes are meaningless. But Even then, if the, the action's kind of fun some of the time. But the movie ends in the best way possible. Everyone just leaves! That, yeah, they, they, so they, they call, Smoker calls Aokiji, and he, or not Aokiji, uh, Kazaru, and is like, hey, uh, please stop the Buster Bo- call. Bo- Borsalino. Is it Borsalino? I, sp- I think it's both. They have two names. Oh, that's right. They have two names. Anyways, um, he calls, he's like, please stop the Buster call. It doesn't matter anymore. Just like this movie. Because luckily, you know, Buster Calls are easy to cancel. You just call the person yeah, in that's, charge that's and definitely say, please the don't thing Buster Call anymore. Up, is that it's just a thing you can be like, whoopsie daisy. 
Yeah, uh, can we do an oopsie poopsie on that one? Yeah. Uh, we'll reset for tomorrow. Yeah, you will get a cancellation fee of $5 <laughs> for canceling then, your busker call before it arrives. And then meanwhile, all the supernovas are driving toward all of the admiral ships. And I was like, this could be cool. This would be neat. And then... One last action set piece, the credits are rolling. Exactly. But then a uh, wall of one fire comes up on two sides because Sabo... We didn't we didn't introduce this character. A There's character a character. To... Go ahead. There's a character introduced, yeah, like five minutes in as like one of the announcers for this game. After yeah, after the fight starts, after the bubble island drops, they disappear. But mm-hmm. she's introduced as like she has this great power that she turns anything, any image she touches into a hologram that everyone can see, but then it disappears in 30 seconds. And I'm just like, that's going to be in the last scene of the movie. Like that is going to somehow be vital to the ending of the movie. And yeah, she shows up at the end where, uh, she's with the, uh, revolutionary army. Koala puts a jacket on her shoulders. Sabo comes up and says, Hey, can you make this appear real quick? And then he makes these firewalls to block off the, Buster calls ships so all the you know pirates can get through, and then mm-hmm. Luffy looks back and he sees yeah Ace is standing next to Sabo, and I'm like, you don't deserve that. A hologram of Ace because holo- we needed one Ace more hologram. Cameo. I can't believe we've gotten to the point where we have to question the ethics of an Ace hologram. <laughs> but we do. I already like. I get. But then it. the fire, the firewall goes up. Go ahead. I just, I know Ace is a big deal. Marineford was a big deal. I'm interested to see how Ace is remembered in Wano as I get through it. But this is just like, hey, y'all, we can't actually put Ace in this movie. But what if we could? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like if in the first scene, Blackbeard was like, now that I beat that Ace kid, let's do a quick flashback to when I did that so we can cram him in here. How much more can we milk off of people liking Ace? And it's like, if you want to make a movie with Ace, just make a fucking... Like, you're allowed to make a flashback in my movie. It doesn't matter when this shit takes place. Make a yeah, whole Ace, movie that's just teenage... Ace and Wano. Luffy... Yeah, Ace and Wano, or, like, a, a whole ASL movie where they're kids, I would like... The stakes of that could be interesting. ASL? Ace, Sabo, Luffy. Oh, I was like... Age, sex, location. <laughs> no, I was thinking American Sign Language. Thank oh. you very much. That's a better pull than mine. I was like, are you doing a movie, in, a silent movie, where they just talk in ASL? Honestly. While they're, that'd be dope. I, I, <laughs> I sometimes think, the like, symbols burn. Like, Oda has been contributing, like, designs and key art and, like, story ideas to these movies since Strong World. And for the most part, they have been better than they were before it. But, like, the fact that the sixth movie is still the most compelling one they've made makes it very clear to me that they just need to hire good directors. Yeah, I think that um, the sixth movie is compelling because it it's compelling because it it looks at One Piece in a different direction than the rest of the series does. Yeah, what if what if One Piece was really dark and terrifying and it, it understood how to pace and unravel its story? And but less than that, it was just like, hey, what if these characters were actually annoyed with each other? Yeah, like legitimately drive a wedge between them. Yeah, it's people like it's people snapping at each other, and it's like, man, this is such a this island was supposed to be good. Why are we all fighting on it? Mm -hmm. And it's because there's something deeper and more sinister than they've seen before behind the scenes, and it reinforces what's the most important thing about One Piece, which is that 
found that found, found family. family friend thing like yeah. it's that whole bit and it, it has a cohesive thing that it like even mm. if people are bickering that's the core that's important yeah and yes the thing and it it's like it, it, it subverts one piece in this way because we've never really like we've seen them like jokily fight like we see sanji and, and zoro be like ah moss head ah curly brow we've never seen them like legitimately snappy we've never like had that tension created and that's really good and yeah, it's, it's one... very visually compelling yeah that too the animation's superb so good but there's also just like you know at the, at the end of the day it I, I don't know it's one thing to say like you guys are my family you guys are my nakama you guys are important to me you know to Robin when she's crying at Impel Down because it's an optimistic moment with a pessimistic core. Like, it's a it's an optimistic core wrapped in a sinister moment, you know? Mm -hmm. But uh, movie six is just like, this is a pessimistic movie, but there is that core of, like, yeah. what really matters. And, 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 you know, and then Luffy does a big punch and destroys a thing. Like Yeah, and, and, and it really grapples with, like, the, the fear of losing that in a way that, like, Sabote kind of does. But I think like there's yeah. the, there's something about the visual language of movie six that is so legitimately terrifying. Hey, bring me on to talk about movie six. So I have an excuse to watch it again. <laughs> sure, I think I think we just did five. I think it's Hell I think yeah. it's I think it's next. It's either November or December's movie for the Patreon. But absolutely, I will I will <laughs> schedule a third person in. <laughs> Hit me up. Such a good movie. Uh, yeah, I need an excuse to watch it again. But like at the end of the day, that's the movie that I kept coming back to, where it was like, huh. Like, we're setting up a party island and, like, something's going to go wrong. But instead of taking it in any direction that mattered with the crew or anything like that... Yeah, the, the crew is doesn't interact except for Usopp says some good things to Luffy. Yeah, like, this movie, the thing that matters is, what if we get... Like, we, t we looked at Shonen Jump's popular character poll. Exactly. And we found the six most popular characters. And now we found a way to put them together on a screen to fight a big CGI monster. Yeah, well, yeah, what if they were all fighting the same guy but they didn't interact in a way that justified the way these characters have existed in the canon for 900 episodes? Yeah. And then maybe that's I mean like it's I don't know, I feel like Sabo's interaction with Smoker is genuine and good, but then Luffy mm -hmm. shows up and says like, "Oh my god, Hancock has been so long." Hey Sabo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <What? laughs> and there was the moment where um and there's the one moment where Sabo and Smoker both attack the monster together. God, and that's like, so good. The fire wraps around the smoke and hits him. And I was like, that's a cool thing. I wish the movie had done literally any bit more of that. Yeah. The closest I think it gets to that is Law bringing everyone up to him with shambles. So they all attack mm -hmm. in the same spot. But even that's just kind of like. It's six independent attacks at the same place. Yeah. Rather than like which is, one it, unified which, attack. The thing is that movie or th that sequence with Law, it almost grapples with him trying to wrangle everyone together, but it doesn't do it any justice. Like that doesn't feel like a payoff to that sequence of Law trying to babysit all these people. It, it's just everyone's doing their own thing. And then he's like, ah, fuck it. I can just do this. Exactly. And it could have been, it could have been, it could have been Babysitter Law, but it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, movie's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I enjoyed watching it. I knew that I was going to be like, I, I knew that if I took like a, like a critical eye to it, I have like a million complaints. But like, the thing is, I really have to grapple with like, what this movie is intending to do isn't high concept by any means. It's just, 
hey, let's do some pulpy action and fan service where everyone you know shows up and does some stuff. And that, and, yeah. and in that ballpark, it's okay. Yeah, I thought that um, the Usopp Luffy stuff was all really great. I think that yeah, the, um, those those were compelling because they know the weight that those two characters carry. Did you you watched it subbed, right? I did. Okay. Yeah, uh, Kape Yamaguchi does a really good job with Usopp there. Mm-hmm. I've always enjoyed his work as a voice actor, and so he's incredible in this movie. Yeah. Everyone else is fine. This could have been the one movie where Kazuki Yao had all three of his characters in the same room, and it didn't fucking happen. Who, who, uh, which three? He does Frankie, he does Django, and I, he does Bon Clay. That would have been incredible. That would have and been great. And they've never, inter- none, none of those characters have ever interacted with each other. Well, bon Clay's dead though right i think the i think some manga stuff has revealed he's like alive like i think he's with that like group that like hides away in impel down okay but i might be i don't know i don't know if he'll ever come back in the show but i think i i think it's like the like pre-chapter panels showed him doing something once sure okay. i remember i remember looking into it and being like oh, okay he's in there doing something fine which kind of takes gotcha. away from how good the ending of impel down is but whatever <laughs> right uh well I love Bon Clay. I wish his character wasn't actually rooted in transphobia, but it is. Yeah. Yeah. But similar with Ivan Cobb, and then, like, once they start actually talking to Luffy, it kind of drips away a little bit, and it's just kind of like, they're just cool. Mm-hmm. They're good. I don't engage with the their visual design supposed to be funny. Yeah. I, but I also can't ignore it. Yeah, it's like a... It's supposed to be like a Frankenfurter riff, but it's just, like, without any of the... Yeah, reverence isn't the right word but without the like nuance yeah nuance that's the right word yeah anyways this movie has post credits <laughs> it does have post credits i yeah during the credits it's just characters being like all right that happened i guess yeah a bunch of people are like luffy why did you oh no it starts with a flashback where mm-hmm. roger's like why'd you make an eternal pose i don't want that shit don't you know who i am <laughs> he throws it in the fucking sea and it gets eaten by a fish, and I guess we have to assume that somehow it ended up here. And honest, honestly, that, like, having a post-credit scene that's just Roger saying, like, why the fuck would we make this? That, that's it's, very funny. Also me at the movie. <laughs> why did this happen? <laughs> exactly. But then uh, it cuts to Luffy being, everyone being like, why did you break it? And then Usopp's like, I knew he was going to break it as soon as I saw what it was. Like, that's not a thing that uh, appeals to, to Luffy and his ethos. Uh, mm-hmm. But then we go back to, oh, they say some other shit that doesn't matter. But they, um, we cut back to Roger where he's taught, he says like, we were too early. I don't know if he oh. mentions One Piece, but he says we were too early about something. Yeah, I didn't get what that final scene was trying to say. It seems to be, I, th- I think this is some hinting of like, this is going to be lore important in the actual canon of the show. Much like how Strong World shows... Uh, the, what's the, the Oro Jackson has a big egg on it. And we've all been like, is that real? Is that important? What? There's a big egg on the Oro Jackson in Strong World. Huh. It's a flashback where it's just like that movie opens with a flashback of Roger and there's a big egg on the boat. And we've, I don't know. I I don't know if I'm the only one who remembers it, but it's there. (laughs) And this seems to be doing something similar where like Roger's talking about being too early for something. And they're like, ah, my son will find the one piece. And someone says, oh, yeah. you don't have a son. And then uh, someone says, I'll have to. I'll have to go get one. And it seems like. Well, he says I will soon. 
Yeah, that's that's it. That's what my sub said. And um, what's interesting is I, I, I you noticed that there was a question mark. There was someone credited in the cast as just question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. And it seems to be that might be the person who said that. It might not be Roger, which is weird. Because I, I did some Googling earlier as when we started recording because I didn't, I didn't catch that the voice. I didn't catch that in the credits. I just okay. um, I was just like, what's that? And there's some stuff on the One Piece Reddit where it, uh, people were like, that voice didn't sound like Roger. Someone said that it kind of sounded like Dragon. That doesn't make any sense. Why would he be there? I, maybe that's the reveal. It could just yeah. be someone else who has a son. People saying it couldn't be Odin because Momonosuke would already be born when this would have been happening. Sure. Well, according to the timeline, you never know. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, people are like, yeah, it doesn't. It didn't sound like Roger, and someone's saying it did sound like Dragon. But I'm like, I guess considering. All right, so this considering where the manga has gone very recently, I guess I wouldn't be shocked if Dragon was in the crew at one point. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, who hasn't been in Roger's crew at this point? Uh, redacted, 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 <laughs> redacted was there. Like, I'm not actually gonna say it on the podcast, but like, I, I, I read the synopsis of the most recent chapter, like, and it's okay, so, buck wild. So you, okay, so you know all that stuff. Okay, I didn't want to say anything earlier. Yeah, um, so I guess I wouldn't be shocked if like they later reveal that the dragon was there, and but I don't I know, I don't know that. who's that, who that voice was. I didn't see who I couldn't I can't find their their uh, like I'm looking at the cast online like on IMDb and I don't see a question mark question mark question mark in the cast list because so I, I want to be like what else has that voice actor done anyways so yeah with the with the question mark guy I I couldn't tell you who it was and I I just assumed that it was Roger talking about Ace since that's what I assumed I was like yeah of course everyone wanted Ace to be Pirate King with with uh, with I just thought it was Oda's, sad. With yeah, with Oda's confused understanding of how female anatomy works. Yeah. Have you heard you my, know, my theory I'll on have that? A son, I'll have a son soon, but it could be any time within the well, next have three you, years. Have you heard my theory on that, though? I feel like you've told me once, but I don't know it off the top of my head. I haven't been able to say it on the podcast because we're not fucking close there yet. But we're t we're two hours into a spoiler filled cast that Jory will never listen to. My, exactly. I think you're safe my here. My Ace is dead. My theory <laughs> is that Ace's mom had the gum gum fruit, and that's how she was able to do it. Cause she went like double term. She went to like eighteen months or whatever. And I feel like if she was made of rubber, she would be able to do that. It's the and but and that's also where Shanks finds the the fruit on that island. I feel like... And then, and then, there's a stronger emotional connection between, like, the rubber fruit being there to protect Ace and then Ace's fruit being there to protect Luffy, and it's cyclical. I'm just saying. It's still, like, Oda, you don't know how, like, women work. Like, yeah, that's like always still, going to be a problem. It's still based on a fundamental misunderstanding of how... I'm just saying. ...reproductive anatomy it, it is. It, it still is. I'm just saying that within... One Piece's logic of what a rubber body do, I would believe it if that's if that's how they do it. Well, if you bite your arm and blow into it, you can make exactly. your room twice as big, exactly. and so you can just hold it. You would just get like you would just get like eight extra months of nutrients or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I should know. I have a child. I should know how this shit works. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> 
I might have known two years ago before he was born, but now I don't. <laughs> Anyways, that's my theory on on the the, the great pregnancy mystery of One Piece. <laughs> I think it's solved by Oda just don't know how women do. That's the thing, and that that's the thing. It's like even like oh yeah, she just pure willpower did it, and I'm like if that's it, that's fine. It doesn't need to be real this is one piece and if she had the rubber fruit that's a cool connection regardless that's whatever yeah did you ever uh there was like a click hole or something article going around lately that was just like fan theory gives author way too much credit or something like that yeah that's me so maybe the big if she did if she i was gonna say if she did have the the gum gum fruit she could have fit the hat in there which is why luffy's so drawn straw hats well no luffy got the straw hat from shanks who got it from roger which is also a fucking big deal for some reason i guess so roger shrunk it down after he time traveled and picked it up yeah from marineford i really can't wait until we uh learn what was up with everything that happened at reverie yeah i'm interested in where the fuck that's gonna go but it's okay (laughs) they've been setting up reverie since like fishman island though yeah but i mean like the the stuff that was revealed at reverie about how the world government works yeah well, you, like yeah. there's a throne that no one can sit on and there's a secret group that like maintains artifacts deep beneath marineford yeah i want to know what, i want to know what the government did that was so bad they had to erase it from history uh yeah and also was jo- jory's, buster calls yeah jory's theory is that like the world didn't used to be islands. It used to be like bigger continents and something happened with Pluton that made them all that separate. flooded the world. Yeah. Oh, that's it's, such isn't a good re- idea. The red line's like man-made, isn't it? Is that revealed or is that just like a theory? I don't remember. I don't know. The entirety of the lore is like a big fever dream at this point. That's valid as hell. There's a lot of people who think that the one piece like Raftel is going to be underneath Reverse Mountain and they have to go back and meet Laboon to do it. Mm. I mean, Fishman Island under the red line. I'd fucking believe anything, but yeah, <laughs> they got to go back and meet Laboon somehow. <laughs> but Crocus is there. That would make sense if Crocus is waiting for someone to be like, "You got the One Piece?" Hey, old man. Hey, you got the One Piece in there, dude? <laughs> Give us the One Piece. You would never suspect Crocus. That's true. He, he showed up in episode sixty-two. <laughs> old Crocus. Anyways, oh, I think yeah, I think we're done talking about the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it's fine. Not a lot to say. It's fine. I mean, we spoke for two hours on it. Well, yeah, okay, that's fair. It was, yeah, ultimately it was fine. I, uh, I enjoyed it. Decent, decent flick. I wish the crew had more to do because, yeah, the fact that my big thing is that the fact that the crew didn't do more kind of shoots the whole like, I'm strong because I have friends argument in the foot. Because, like, Luffy demonstrates that strength by acting alone the entire movie. He's not yeah. actively engaged with any plans. He's not actively working with anyone else. He just, like, happens to be doing his barbarian thing at the same time that other people happen to be doing stuff, which causes him to win. Like... Yeah. It just doesn't connect. Yeah. It's it's a big move. It's, it's One Piece endgame. Every character's tried to be shoved in so that they can get some screen time. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's goofy and fun. I liked those. I liked those moments more like the the 30 minutes that we kind of skimmed over because it's just random actions that pieces. Mm-hmm. They're very cool. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of fun stuff that happens. You just got to turn your brain off a bit for it. Yeah. 
yeah, this two-hour critique is to say, I'd recommend it. <laughs> I don't know if I'd recommend it. Like, if you want to watch, like, a good movie, I would say, like, Six if you or watch Gold a, or Strong World. If you or, or don't watch a One Piece movie. Yeah, like, if you want to watch a good movie, watch Six or watch any other movie. Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for us. That's, that's We were watching One Piece. Two, two big hats out of five. <laughs> Yeah, two people coming together to do a team attack out of five. Two? Be continued. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> Snuck it in. <laughs> hey, everybody, that joke was so funny, we forgot to do plugs, so please stay with me for just a second. Uh, you can follow Andrew on Twitter at AC Sherman Writes. You can follow myself at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O. You can follow the show at We Are Watching OP. Uh, before I thank the patrons, I want to tell you that uh, this weekend we are doing Extra Life. We are streaming for 24 hours to uh, support charity. Uh, Andrew will be there. Jory will be there. There is one piece on the docket. Uh, so you can go to twitch.tv slash theorangegroves to check out the schedule. Hit follow. It's going to be a very fun, cool time with a bunch of hosts from the Orange Groves podcast network. It's all for a very good cause. There's some cool incentives to uh to, to to win some stuff and just yeah please please go check it out uh and also uh thank you to everyone who is supporting on the we are watching one piece patreon it means a lot thank you to adam andrew clueless wander damien jay harkins cat another cat this one with the last name kyle ricky the dirty kid and steven Andrew will be joining Jory and I to do our commentary track of Movie 6 up on the Patreon. We're actually recording that uh, in just like a couple days when Jory is visiting me, so that will be up on the Patreon soon. And uh, we'll also have our next uh, regular Thriller Bark episode coming out in November as well. So, uh, fun month, lots to come. Thank you for listening, and uh, hope I see you at Extra Life if you're listening to this uh, right when it comes out. All right. Goodbye. Oh, wait, shit. To be continued. I'm supposed to, I'm sorry. To be, be continued. All right, bye. Thanks.